0: do you want to hear more of The Men's Room? Subscribe to the Best of The Men's Room podcast on radio.com.
1: Now, The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Chris. Ola Pajolas, welcome to episode three of The Greatest Story Never Told. Uh, The first one was cocaine. Episode two was kidnapping. Episode three, we will simply title Banana.
0: I will say this, though. This will be the first one we've done. As we reflected on this through the weeks, we said, you know, we basically admitted to felonies. So we might as well do this one before we end up getting arrested. Yeah, this is lying to the bosses
1: in a big kind of way. So, No, uh, that is not true. Yeah, well, no, we were, we were somewhat honest. Eh. Uh, a different time in radio, in the 90s, radio, we, we our show, Out to Lunch, which was what it was called in Baltimore, came on after the Howard Stern show. Yeah. At this point in time, uh, Howard was still doing the lesbian dating game. Radio was a little bit more aggressive. It's, It was not me too, to say the least. You know, it was just one of those things. Now, the first time that I worked at CBS in Baltimore, uh, and Steve, you will know this to be a fact, uh my studio was located in the JFK AM studio in the very back corner. Really? That yep. was the uh yeah, that huh. was that was, that was the original know? studio of the cult. The studios in there were absolutely horrible. Nothing had been <laughs> done in this building. It was just it, it. It was what it was. They they did the best they could. No, they did. So no, second, they did. No, not. they did not. Second time around, I'm not going to trash CBS Baltimore. Too bad. Second time, I, I'm hired there. So I, I work somewhere else for a while, come back, start working with Steve. At this point in time, they have completely redone the studios at CBS Baltimore. Yes. And you know, all things considered, about all the negative stuff that we say about that place, and, and since then, the guy who was in charge of that cheapened out and moved because he didn't want to pay rent. But when you walked into the lobby of of this radio station, it was like a giant horseshoe. So if I'm a if I'm a guest, if I'm someone who won tickets to come pick them up or whatever, you walk into this amazing glass fishbowl. And if you look to the left, there's WLIF in Baltimore. If you look straight ahead, they are on the air at Mix 106.5. If you look over to your right, it's 105.7 WQSR. Smoke man. If you look to the right. It is us, and we are working on a station called Live 105.7. Yeah, they switch frequencies with, uh, with, with uh, yeah. QSRs. I can't yeah. remember. But either way. So when you walked in, you could see into all of the studios that were encompassing CBS Baltimore. But pretty cool. So you walk really in and grab You see all the jocks you've heard of, yeah. man. They're on the air. They're doing right. their thing. Right? Not only that, but you know, as far as we're concerned, we see the people who win. We see... Hot women walk in. And, and they listen. wave to you. And, yeah. and the truth is, while they wait to –
0: like, if you win tickets, there's whatever paperwork you have to fill out. And in the time, understandably, the way our studio was located, we were the closest one to look at. We're also doing talk, so you didn't just watch someone listening to music. You watch us doing our thing. Just your, So
1: people would always stare in. So, So our producer at the time, uh, Eric Zink, uh, who's a great guy. Absolutely he really, He Fan, hated us,
0: but he loved he, us at fancy, the same time. Fantastic
1: guy. His job was to get us multiple interviews every day. That was the show that we were doing in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So we had celebrities all the time. Matter of fact, uh, John Witherspoon just passed away. We yeah. had him We had him on, uh, on uh, one time. And, and so, you know, the idea was, was that the Hustler Club, which is a big deal, was going to come and they were going to open up a brand new strip club in Baltimore. Keep in mind, Larry Flint, the publisher of Hustler... You know, he signed off on
0: this. You did not do this and unless Larry Flint was involved, Larry Flint was a big deal. And so we knew that was coming. And just understand, to Miles's point about when you walk into the lobby, you can see into the studio, we had seen, and it happens here as well, uh, like Boy Scout troops
1: come in and, and they show people around, right? Yeah. And it's exciting stuff. Yeah. So uh, basically, we get an interview uh, with Dennis Hoff. And Dennis Hoff is coming into town, uh, and, and so is Larry Flint, and, and the whole deal. And they are going to launch the Hustler Club in Baltimore. Now, what you need to know know about this area of Baltimore, where they're going to open up this club, notorious for strip clubs. It's called The Block, and that's specifically what it is. Yeah, and The Block is not known for class. It is right across from the Baltimore City Police Department. This is an area where debauchery goes on, but Larry's going to try to upscale this area. And with to a, a degree, brand new he did, believe yeah, it or no, not. No, he really did. It, it, it's a great club. Um so, but we know this. Now what we know is is that Dennis Hoff who, we have not met him yet, just know this. And you know. we've since you know, since then know him very well. Uh, he is the owner of the Bunny Ranch, which is the only legalized brothel in the United States at that time. It's in Carson City, Nevada. He's on on a show called Cat House. He's That's done right. this for that, years yeah, yeah. on HBO. Some people know him. Some people do not. Either way. Other people pretend they do not. He, he's he's going to come in, and we're going to do an interview. So, like anything else, as we're prepping the show, you know, uh, things get changed along the way. I believe that one of the uh, problems that they were having was was that uh, Dennis's girlfriend, and her name was Sunset Thomas, I'm sure, that's your God given name. I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, if you but you're they, not we, native, but, but your was, name is not Sunset. She Thomas. was coming too. And one of the problems they had at the airport is, is she wanted to bring in some of these Dewalt tools that she had because she was going to put on a show with us with power tools.
0: She atta- She would attach sex tools to, like, follow right, a jigsaw. Drills, jigsaw. Follow
1: follow a drill. Follow all the things that could be. This is used. her specialty. Correct. They get hung up at the airport. Um, They're not cool with that, apparently. Yeah, and, so it's like, and, mm. and, but But Eric gets word, Eric Zink, he gets word that uh, there, there's de- – based on what we're going to do in the studio or who's coming in, that it would be a good idea in this fishbowl to, for this one interview – to put newspapers up along the – and this is very important to the story. Very important. Newspapers all along the perimeter of the windows so that when this interview was going on, that you could not see inside that studio. Because, because he just had
0: – we don't know anything about Sunset Thomas. It's just a sense that he had and, – and Miles and I are even looking at him like, why are you so paranoid? He goes, look, man, one, I get a call from the airport says they're hung up. We're waiting for Sunset because our power tools and sex toys but won't fly. And he goes, yeah. I just – I just have a feeling about this and again because boy scouts and other just
1: normal people come in to
0: do the yeah. regular business and I will give
1: them credit and I will give them credit at that time CBS was was a company that was still on the edge of technology and when we did the show and we did this. One of the things that they wanted to do very much so was to have webcams. And this is real new to the world. Yeah, they, they have a webcam but, real time. Yeah. but but it's but you could watch what's going on in the studio. So our show was broadcast on a webcam. Mm-hmm. And this is night. This is two thousand two, two thousand three, or four. It, somewhere in there. Okay. So, but this is new technology. All right. So they come in. It's a great man. I'll tell you what. No, wait, wait, wait. Just let's explain
0: one thing. They come in, we do not know either of them, and both of them are very upbeat, very fun, very easy. But as soon as they walked in the studio, and this is no line, Dennis walks in, hey, which mic do you want, My i we point out the mic. Sunset. It's not a joke. She's wearing a red dress, I remember this, immediately pulls it off. Immediately There's nothing underneath it. We we haven't started interviewing her yet, okay? No, this is like during the oh, no, a she's naked. This she is takes this it is off. also
1: his girlfriend.
0: And she now sits up on the counter. So as we're doing a show talking to the mics, there's a counter in front of us. Hold your computers and all that kind of thing. She sits where they are. Picture you're sitting at a desk. She sits on your desk, butt naked, legs spread, and she's facing us, pulls the mic around. Has, Correct. This is how we're going to do the interview. We
1: did not know this is going to happen, and I don't have a single complaint. In the meantime, the new uh, web live streaming <laughs> services that they've just figured out with the entire service for CBS Baltimore crashes there are more hits on this website to watch this webcam and everything else the entire because you said something like she's nude crashed. crash that's all that's all it took and people want to see what's going on so we know what's going on in the studio so she cannot bring these toys we start talking about the opening of the the new hustler club mm-hmm. we're having a great conversation with Dennis uh, Sunset Thomas is in front of her naked. And, and naked. she's, and she's she good, is, man. She's
0: great on mic. She has funny, a lot of fun. She's awesome. But she's butt naked. So keep right. in mind, the whole time we're talking, we are eye level to her perfectly shaved vagina. Mm-hmm. And th- I mean, there's look,
1: there's no way around no, this. No, she's this, on the counter in front of us,
0: like like a strip club. In between us. and, and But she does. And we had them there for an hour, hour and a half, oh, whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole time, she's just naked. Now, things are going off the rails at this point in time so it's 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 great radio it, it's it's incredible to listen to but so many people want to watch it that they they crash the server that's fun news to us we are having a great the time bosses with are mad. The are bo- you crashed the website yeah. we're like, do you know why so okay now we have no power tools all right but we we're not we're not privy to this we got know? produce but one thing we do know is they brought in some snacks some plain, whatever and sunset has a banana mm-hmm so she peels the banana, okay, and then she does what she's going to do with the banana. She d**ks it a couple times, mm-hmm. and then she puts the banana someplace. And keep in mind, that's she's what sitting what in front of Steve. Half of it
0: is exposed; the other half is serving as the anchor, if you will. Correct. Steve decides. To no, 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 no. Let's get this very clear. Sunset's feeling very good about this... uh, Banana. Can you see half the banana trick? And then she kind of thrust her hips toward me and jokingly... I didn't realize she was joking at the time. I jokingly says, do you want to eat the banana? And it turns out I did. Mm -hmm. I did want to eat the banana, Mike. And guess what? Half of that banana... And I will say this, and I know this sounds ridiculous. Part of my lip touched part of her body. And I I ate the banana. You ate half the banana. I ate half the banana. Half the banana. And I remember her response... She couldn't believe I did it. I couldn't believe she couldn't believe I did it. This is
1: all on the radio, by the way, in in its own weird way. We're not exactly saying what's going on, right? So there's half a banana left. (laughs) This is where it gets us. Keep in mind, no, no. Okay, so still I, ate,
0: banana. I ate the half banana That's that out. is exposed because she said, uh, nah, 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 do you nah. want to do I it? I
1: the exposed half of banana. Yes, I
0: did. <laughs> and then Miles Whatever. turned it up a No, bit. no, then she slides
1: over to me. <laughs> <laughs> she did not know who she's talking to. She does not know the disgustingness <laughs> of me. I go in and eat the other half of the banana. <laughs> <laughs> now keep in mind, at the time, this is live we on the thought, air. we thought, man, <laughs> this is great. We're making great this radio. Great. People love this. Oh, uh, and we, they
0: did. We should also know, because we had the newspaper up around the studio, we did not realize that Ted had locked the door to prevent the bosses. Because they were storming. Com-
1: they were storming the studio. They were gonna take us off the air. Ted's we- got Ted's got this guy got, got him locked out. <laughs> all right. Uh, and this is true. Like, Ted has the door locked, and he's turned his back. And he's back, playing ignorant. And he's just saying the hell with it, right? Okay. Was there any kind of listener interaction at all? Text no. messages? We emails, didn't need it. No. We didn't need it. We no. didn't have it. Then. We knew the website We knew, down. We knew we had a live webcam. And Mike, I'm going to be
0: honest with you. At the point you're eating bananas from those places, <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> okay, so I don't care what is happening in the so, world. So, from my perspective, I want to know what people are saying about this. Okay, I want so, to know the but comments. I will say, but I
1: will say this before, but but that's basically the end of the story. Within that, we finished right. at the, the end interview. was fine. But we th- did our thing, and we did. And we did go to the Hustler Club and do, did do the grand opening, and it was it was cool hanging out with Larry Flynn because he, he he was made still you get drinking. Him a beer. Uh, Dennis was still drinking. Uh, Ron Jeremy was there. So, oh yeah, yeah. So so you know like uh, you know Larry's like going like, Yes, hey Ron, yeah yeah, there. Yeah. Don't invite him to your house because he'll eat all your shrimp. shrimp. Miles, can you go get me a Captain and Cog? And he's in a wheelchair. So we're hanging up. Great night. We, we opened up the night. Hustler Club. It was, it was fantastic. Back to the radio station. We get off the air. Our boss is on the know. We are immediately, basically, dragged into the office.
0: Our boss. And you can edit it or not edit it. It was, we opened the door, and we're feeling great.
1: And our boss's name was Bill Pasha, and I hope he really listens to this because he really did us a solid. He did do us a solid. Here's a guy, we
0: always thought he hated us, and as we went through our career, we realized he had our back all the time. He put us together. He he got us to Seattle, but we did not know he was doing any of this, so we opened the door. His office is directly across the hall. Did you... He pulls us in the office. He slams his door. And he's one of two major bosses you have to answer to at the time. And he sits us down. And he can edit it. But he looks at us and he goes, are you f***ing stupid? So, Bill, when you ask it like that, it leads me to believe that maybe did we Did you
1: eat a banana? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you know you crashed the web server here
0: at CBS Baltimore? That is not true. He said, did you guys honestly eat the banana? And we're like... Hell yeah, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And he goes, If anyone else asks you, no, say no. No, it is theater of the mind. No. listen, it's all this is guys,
1: all theater of the mind.
0: Guys. You need to get out of here before Bobo Filippo that is the name we have for the jackass we used to work for before Bobo Filippo finds you because he's looking for it. He, like he is out of his mind, so, angry. And his first, and keep in mind, his first big problem was that we had newspapered the windows. He didn't like that. Then he heard what was going on, and keep
1: my. We didn't, but they couldn't see in. They couldn't walk in. They couldn't do anything because Ted locked the door. And, and, <laughs> but listen, we
0: did not do. We my, honest to God no. did not do any of this to be shocking. It's like you live in the moment, man. You live in the moment that you yeah. have. She's having fun. Dennis is having fun. We're having fun. The website. Everyone's enjoying this moment. We go with it because you know what? We are the goddamn curators. Are having a good time? Yeah. like and brother, not only come that, on. But it
1: was a great show. It was not that it was just. It was not just. uh, It wasn't
0: even necessarily dirty. No, it was just the idea
1: of a a great radio show. So we leave. We were told. We were told to get out of the building immediately. For the big balls? Immediately. Normally we had to work after the show a a lot. He's like, go, go, go. Like, you guys evacuate now. So we evacuate, but we're feeling very good about ourselves because... (laughs) We put on a really good radio show. We did. Right? It was a great show. I hey, can kiss right? my ass to this day. Yeah, and I'll eat another
0: banana so, if it comes up, bro. And so we
1: get a couple more calls as the night goes on. Oh God, it's know, oh, get, it's all bad. You, you know, like, like you you're gonna you're gonna deal with the wrath of Bob when you walk in the next. Basically, day. Basically, like you're going to lose your
0: job when you come in. Exactly. That that was the long and short of it. And, so uh, so
1: Steve and I get together in the morning before we walk in, and we're like, okay, look, we, we we've done the best we could. We we did what you did. This is, by the way, a sponsor of the radio station yeah. who puts ads on the air hustle was on the air doing commercials the grand opening of it. this is a client we service the client yeah. quite literally <laughs> Also, also in front of her boyfriend, <laughs> and he was cool. And keep in mind that that, was that, cool. that, 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 that Ted became uh, longtime friends with Dennis Hoff. Yes, would go down for his birthday. Ted celebrated his birthday right. down there. Dennis's Dennis birthday, right? yeah. Until Ted, Ted became away. Dennis's friend, he was from that moment. Yeah, correct. Because we were in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Other see, than the banana, went, you can see. Sorry, where the, baby, you can, you can see where this would be a problem. It's not the uh, best tasting banana I've ever had. No, but I And it I will get. say this. So I ate the backside of that banana and didn't get oral <laughs> herpes. <laughs> he which was worried is about that. Because you know, I even
0: looked at Miles. I'm like, dude, you you ate the part. You I'm might like, need some bowel You're gonna know,
1: you know me. I don't care. So I really didn't. But care. But just remember, remember that we so, had newspaper
0: in the studio. Yeah, we we newspapered the studio. And we we're
1: going to come in that morning, and we knew we knew we were about to lose our job. So everybody that worked on all those radio stations caught wind of the hellfire that was going down because after we left, Bob came in and just <laughs> went on a rampage. <laughs> Just a complete rampage. Like, this is a guy who did not know who Ron Jeremy was. He, who's that he's, sneaky he's, guy? He's, the, he's a 40-some-year-old man who had never watched pornography in his life. And he did not know who one of the most famous male stars was. Look, they only had six people. Right. Know, like Most of them were dead. If you watch 300 films, there were six guys. He's one played. of the guys you've seen yeah, in like, the movie. And, if you, and he was the most famous. He's Ron Jeremy. He's the hedgehog. Like, it's like... And all the women were coming up and going, like, Bob, I can't believe that Ron Jeremy was there. Like, oh he's like, God. I don't even know who he is. Who's Ron Jeremy? Like, Like, why everything. are you going to say like, So this is where his mindset is. This guy does not get it, period. Hey, motherfucker still right. doesn't, okay, to this very day. Still Damn. doesn't get it. All he does is, oh, you yeah, know, whatever. So that story for another time. Um, but all the other radio stations. Well, keep my. mind, when we walked into the
0: lobby, we were walking into the lobby knowing we're, we're get about fired. to lose our job. And we know right. this. We've heard, and like people have been killing us all night about it. We walk in and open these doors. I'll tell you this, to me, this is my personal best moment radio. We so, said, you know what, man? We're doing something. If you look something.
1: over to the left at the light radio station, which was Light W L I F. That was the
0: station? Light 102 or something like that. Light 101.9. Light 101.9. I said it a thousand goddamn times. Exactly. Well, I
1: worked there for an overnight. Yeah. All of their studio windows are covered in newspaper. You look ahead to the mix station, which is the family station; mm-hmm. they're all covered in newspaper. You look to QSR, which was just a slam and dominant oldie station. Yes, they are all covered in newspaper. The only station that didn't have newspaper on the windows was the studio that we broadcasted with, and all of our coworkers, every in, single one of them, in solidarity, decided that they were going to do that. Just to make a point. Tell Bob to F off. Eat a banana. Yeah, exactly.
0: And and I, I will say that it stopped us in our tracks. It's so humbling. We walked in like, dude, we're going to lose our job. Well, one thing about me and Miles, and I will say that, we'll lose our job. That's all right, brother. We believe what we do. You can kiss my ass. We will figure it out. But it's still an ugly feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And we walk in and we saw that. And everyone, and these are all these are the old school people of Baltimore. These are the people whose names were known. We're trying to make a name for us. They all listened to us because they didn't do anything interesting, right? They you know the balls didn't do anything. They listened to our show. They were as intrigued by that particular episode as we were. And like I so said, we didn't plan it. We didn't know what happened, but to walk in and see all of these studios, newspaper to tell Bob mm-hmm. to tell Bob, I'll stop there. I won't give him his last right. name. Say f you. So. This dude, Bob, comes down the hall, and there's a bit of a wry smirk on his face, I guess is the way to put it. Another one. A bit of a wry. This is my second beard, didn't you? (laughs) Whatever. As far as they know. Uh, The wry smirk on his face to say, the only reason you guys did not lose your job, and he said this was because of our coworkers. Because when when he got to work that morning, everyone basically just told him, hey, man, go F yourself. Mm -hmm. What they did was
1: good. And all of us are saying, we will go down with them if you got a problem with that. And, man, and I'm telling you, that then is— Then we got drug into our office, and uh, there was two people in there, uh, Bill Pasha and a guy named Josh Medlock, <laughs> who works for Premier, a radio group. They're a syndication company. And we love Josh to death now. He hated us when he we then because we put him through crap. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're good friends now. <laughs> yes. And he was just, you know, flabbergasted. He's just trying to do his job. He's the <laughs> program director of our radio station. We're effing this whole thing up. And the one thing that, uh, that Pasha says is he's like— this never happened. <laughs> and from that moment in time. Never brought it up again. That incident
0: never happened. He would not bring it up in the station. It was not brought up in the studio. It never,
1: none of the stuff that we just told you, <laughs> ever actually happened. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, episode three of the uh, greatest uh, story never told. Uh, R.I.P. Dennis Hoffman. Yeah, man. For sure. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh man! A Double Flush Production.